the armchair expert. <laughs> You're going to get a suit. I want to be put on the map and get sued by Dak Shepard. Or as I call him, Zach Braff. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Um, <laughs> Two totally different people. Yeah. But to me, they are the same person. Yeah. Anyways, welcome to We Talk Weddings, uh, the podcast where we talk weddings. I think I've coined that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's how you coin stuff. You just say it three times. Trademark. Yeah. <laughs> um, before we start, I have to tell you, um, since we're talking about Mamma Mia today, spoiler, um, I have to tell you about my idea for a Mamma Mia spinoff. Okay. <clears throat> Mamma Mia, the murder mystery. How many mysteries? Um, well, I guess two, because we don't know who, we still don't know who the father is. But also, oh, yeah. the groom's murdered. Everyone's a suspect. Sorry to... Sky? No. Sky. Sky. Yeah, yep. Sky. Dominic Cooper. Okay. The groom's murdered. Everyone's a suspect. And also, everyone's trying to find out who the father is. Uh, why does that matter? Well, I don't <laughs> I feel know. like it wouldn't matter in this case But now anymore. they're all, now that they're there, they're suspects. What about one of the dads is also a dad and is probably the murderer? Well, one of the I guys... thought about that, but I thought maybe that would be too obvious. Well, there, so now she's trying to fi- find out who her dad is so that if but the groom's if murdered she doesn't want site. her dad to be the murderer, which I guess now her dad is Pierce Brosnan because he married into the family. Ugh. We're giving away a lot. Don't, give me, <laughs> don't get me started on Pierce Brosnan I, in this movie. No, I, well, yeah, he is a terrible singer. That's like my first note yeah. is that Pierce Brosnan. He's the most cringiest singer. Why in the did whole they movie. not dub that? Well, it's so bad. Actually, so. Okay, well, I remember the first time I saw that in theaters, and people audibly gasped when they heard him sing. There was a gasp from the audience. Yeah, I I was happy because I couldn't find... I've seen the movie. Now, I, I don't know if on a different podcast, I was like, oh, I've never seen Mamma Mia. I've definitely seen this movie. I don't know why I didn't think so. But um, I couldn't find the movie to rewatch, and so I just watched like a making of Yeah, I wasn't going to spend two ninety nine to run it. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, so, sorry listeners. Uh, so, um, I wanted to watch the making of the film and everything because it wasn't a documentary kind of stuff. Yeah, you know. But okay, ways. so and then, <laughs> but I was gonna say that the the they they were like, oh, all the singers did all their own singing, which is like crazy for a musical. Yeah, and I was like, that is kind of cool. And then, the guest star of the spinoff is um, Daniel Craig's character in Knives Out. He's the detective investigating. This mysterious oh, murder. I thought this. you meant in the real Mamma Mia. I was like, no, in Knives he Out. Was in the movie? <laughs> he's the he's I the like de- he's an investigator. He's mm-hmm. the detective. I think I forget his name. It's something like real New Orleansy. I can't think mm. of it. Anyways, um, that's New Orleansy. Okay, but he's the detective, and he's coming to help investigate, assist in the investigation on this Greek island, and it turns out that it was one of Sky's. Uh, best friends, one of his groomsmen that killed him because they couldn't stand to see Sophie with anyone besides him. They were having an affair. Yeah. All right. Uh, Mamma Mia, get... the darker years. Mamma Mia, the murder mystery. <laughs> Mamma Mia, it's a mystery. <laughs> Mamma Mia. It's the same movie title, Mama, but you say it differently. Mamma Mia, more like there's Mama Murder. There's Mamma Mia? And then there's Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia. Jeez Louise. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll get that in production ASAP. Yes. I'll be phoning directors Good. momentarily. We'll just 
call Amanda Seyfried and I think she'd be down. I think she'd be down. I mean, she played Elizabeth Holmes, so this should be a breeze for her. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) All right. So today we're talking about Mamma Mia. I have found pretty much all my information on Wikipedia and IMDb. Mm -hmm. In fact, the synopsis that I have for the movie is straight up copy and pasted. So I don't know if I should mention that or not. It's fine. I'm Um, sure people don't think that we just write all. Now, if you know me, you know that Mamma Mia is my big fat Greek wedding. Like, you mm-hmm. have my big fat Greek wedding. Mm-hmm. Mamma Mia, I was watching clips of it last night, like, visibly sobbing. Oh my gosh. Visibly, I got chills <sighs> watching the end of the movie. Like, the slipping through my fingers song oh, scene. Yeah. My mom can't listen to that song. Aww. My mom, like, can't go near that song. You should walk down the aisle. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think I'm walking down the aisle to a piano version of Dancing Queen, actually. Yeah. So. I, um, wait, can I say really quick? Because, like, so I grew up listening to the Broadway CD. Yep, same. Like, that was my favorite. It was, like, Bye Bye Birdie, Grease, and Mamma Mia. Like, I always called it Mamma Mia. I didn't know ABBA at that time. Yeah. And yeah. so those, but, like, that I love ABBA's music because it reminds me of my childhood. Yeah, I was, like... So my aunt had the like, greatest hit CD in her car, and mm-hmm. my cousin Mary was always singing Mamma Mia, and her mom was always singing the song Mamma Mia, and so mm-hmm. I like got it stuck in my head, and so she showed me the whole album and like got it for me for Christmas and stuff. So me and my cousin Mary have been ABBA fans for <laughs> before everyone else. We're total <laughs> hipsters. Um, no, but you know when we were little, and that's why my dad says that ABBA songs remind him of me and stuff like that. (coughs) Um, Yeah, the first time I saw this, like, production, this musical, um, my Grammy took my mom and I to, like, a theater in Florida. It was, like, one of the traveling Mm. productions of it. And we had really high-up seats, but I had binoculars. And I (laughs) had the time of my life. I I kept the playbill for, like, years in my drawer, and I would just look at it. (laughs) Um, So, a little synopsis of the movie. Um, on the fictional Greek island of Kalikari, is what I think it is, mm-hmm. um, 20-year-old bride-to-be Sophie Sheridan, I didn't know she was only 20. I know. Yeah. Um, reveals to her bridesmaids that she secretly invited three men to her wedding without telling her mother, Donna, a.k.a. Meryl Streep. A.k.a. Queen. Um, queen. The, the yeah. queen herself. Yeah. Um, I when was I was, in, when I was in my senior year of college, it was my first, it was our first semester, like with our, with our own house. And, um, they, my other two roommates put Nicole and I, Nicole, who you have met, um, in charge of decorating. Mm. So we went to Goodwill. <laughs> two things, there were two things that we walked out of there with. One, not related, but it was a cardboard cutout of John Cruz, or Tom, John Cruz, Tom Cruise and Jerry Maguire. Oh, Okay. Uh, Full-size cardboard cutout that was in our living room. On another related note, there was one single, like, framed print in the whole store, and it was the small framed photo of Meryl Streep. In a very, like, bedazzled... You would think this was a photo of Queen Elizabeth, the way that this... (laughs) And for the longest, for the entirety of the time we lived there, it was the only thing on our mantle was this framed photo of Meryl Streep. So, um, she is a queen in my eyes. Yeah. Um... They are the men with whom her mother's diary, diary reveals she was with during the 25-day period that, co- was, that coincided with Sophie's conception. They are Irish-American architect Sam Carmichael, 
Swedish adventurer and writer Bill Anderson, and British banker Harry Bright. Uh, she hopes that her father will walk her down the aisle on her big day and believes that after she spends enough time with them, she will know which is her father. Mm-hmm. Uh, Donna owns a villa and runs it. And then parentheses, Wikipedia put, not very successfully. And I was like, ooh. Yeah, what the heck? Um, she runs it as a hotel, hoping for a better life. Now, I don't really agree that Donna was hoping for a no, better life. No. Some of these synopsises, I'm like, yeah. did somebody else write this and yeah, didn't watch the exactly. movie? <laughs> um, she's excited, ecstatic to reunite with her old friends and former Dynamo's bandmates. I love that. Oh, Donna and the Dynamo's. There's um, so many fun facts about the filmmaking part of yeah. this. Um, they are wisecracking author Rosie Mulligan and wealthy multiple divorcee Tanya Chesham, Chesham Lee. That's Christine Baranski, and she mm-hmm. is one of my favorite actresses of all time. She's good. Um, the three men arrive, but Sophie does not reveal that she, that she believes one of them is her father, but does explain that it's she who sent the wedding invitations, not their mother. She tells them to hide so that Donna will be surprised by the old friends of whom she so often favorably speaks. This is like the world's worst plan. Worse than Parent Trap. I (laughs) didn't even realize, I guess I had totally forgotten that like Donna doesn't fully put it all together until they're literally standing at the altar at the end of the movie. For some reason I thought she totally figured it out. Like for some reason this plan really confused me for the entirety of the time I've watched this movie. Um, Donna spies on them and is, and is dumbfounded to find herself facing former lovers. Demanding that they leave, she confines in ta- confides in Tanya and Rosie that she truly does not know which three fathered Sophie. Sophie finds the men aboard Bill's sailboat, and they sail around Kalkari, telling stories of Donna's carefree youth. Sophie plans to tell her fiancé, Skye, hot, about her ploy, but loses her nerve. Sky and Sophie reveal their love for each other, but Sky is quickly whisked away to his bachelor party. Don't go chasing your emotion. Oh, when she's like crawling across the beach. That, that's a weird part, but I no, love that. No, it's not. That choreography is amazing. <laughs> the chemistry between them is yeah, so good. good. Yeah, they do have good. Uh, um, okay. Uh, at Sophie's bachelorette party, which, by the way, the most fun bachelorette party I've ever seen. And one night. That's all you need. Mm-hmm. One night. Uh, Donna, Tanya, and Rosie perform for the first time in years. Super true. <laughs> <laughs> when Sam, Bill, and Harry arrive, Sophie decides to talk to each of them alone. This scene gives me so much anxiety because there's so much going on. Mm-hmm. Um uh, while her friends dance with the men, Sophie learns from Bill that Donna received money for her villa from his great-aunt Sophia. Sophie guesses that she must have been named after Sophia, which we never get confirmation on that. Well, maybe we do. No, I don't think we do. She asks him She asks him to give her away and keep her, their secret until the wedding. Sophie's happiness is short-lived as Sam and Harry pull, each pull her aside to tell her that they are her father and that they will give her away. Okay, so if you're keeping track That's at home... That's just, like, overly confident. Yeah, if you're keeping track at home, she now has three men walking her down the aisle. Um, and it's not a wide aisle. I've seen, the, I've seen the scene. I forget. Do the men all know that each one of them is there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, in the morning, Rosie and Tanya assure Donna that they will take care of the men. Bill and Harry intend <laughs> Bill and Harry intend to tell each other what they learned the previous night, but Rosie interrupts them. Donna confronts Sophie 
believing Sophie wants to stop the wedding, which I don't really remember her wanting to stop the wedding until the end of the movie. Spoiler. Uh, Sophie says that all she wants is to avoid her mother's mistakes. Like, there's 200 people flying to Greece for you. Mm, you should have thought of this all exactly. a couple months ago. But it's fine. Sam, uh, Sam accosts Donna, concerned about Sophie getting married so young. Donna confronts him. Uh, first of all, not your place, Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. That's all. That's my <laughs> Donna confronts him, and they realize they still have feelings for each other. Uh, Sophie confesses to Skye and asks for his help, but he reacts angrily to Sophie's deception, and she turns to her mother for support. As Donna helps her daughter get ready, get dressed, this type is so small. Oh my Look, gosh. It's bigger on the screen. I can't see that. <laughs> I'm She's so... reading 5.5 size font. Okay. Um, where was I? As Donna helps her daughter get dressed. As Donna... As Donna helps her daughter get dressed for the wedding, their rift is sealed, and Donna reminisces about Sophie's childhood. Slipping through my fingers all the time, I try to capture every minute. Um, okay, Donna admits her mother told her not. Uh, Donna admits her mother told her not to come back home after she got pregnant, and Sophie asks Donna to give her away. Uh, if you're keeping I track like at that home, that should have been done. Also, like you don't know who your father is, ask your mother to walk you down the aisle. Duh. Yeah. If you're keeping track at home, um, Sophie now has four people planning to walk her down the aisle. So good, good, good. let's see how this pans out. Um, as the bridal party walks to the chapel, Sam intercepts Donna, who reveals the pain sh- she felt over losing him. And then they sing, and Pierce Brosnan, Brosnan opens his wildly... What's the word I'm thinking of? Not musically inclined. Tone deaf, that's the yeah, word. Mouth. Gosh, it's so bad. That was the point in the he movie where... He like he has a mouthful of water that he's <laughs> trying not to let out. <laughs> like like oh, oh <laughs> god like, i'm trying to think of a song oh yeah. sophie and donna walk down the aisle as the band plays donna tells sophie and all of the guests that her father could be any of the three men sam reveals <laughs> this is where she goes i don't care if you slept with hundreds of men and then meryl streep gets up and she goes and i haven't slept with hundreds of men <laughs> and the rever- the priest is like what yeah. <laughs> um Sam reveals that while he left Donna to get married, he did not go through with it, but returned to find Donna with another man, which would have been Bill. Uh, The men do not want the paternity test confirmed, each agreeing to be one-third of a father for Sophie. Um, That's not going to work. No. She tells Skye they should postpone their wedding. that's why there's a murder mystery. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) Coming soon to a theater near you. And if no, if I can't have her, nobody can. Exactly. She tells Skye that they should postpone their wedding and travel the world. Sam proposes to Donna, revealing that he's now divorced and has loved her all the time. She accepts and they are married. At the reception, people sing and dance and fall in love. Um, And that's the end of Mamma Mia. Yeah, I I do think it's an entertaining movie. It really bothers me at the end that everything's interrupted during the wedding to then talk about stuff that definitely should have been discussed ahead of time. It's like, and then, like, I don't know. It's just as, it's, it, you can tell it's just it's very It's all for movie. the plot. I know. 
That's oh, how. That's how I feel. Like watching every episode of Gilmore Girls, I'm like, oh, this yeah. is all for the plot. Like yeah. this wouldn't happen in real life. Yep. Um, so I have some fun facts. Yay. <laughs> um, so because I watched the filmmaking, so Judy Kramer is the producer and creator for the original Broadway play. Um, and she said when she first heard Abba, it's, it's Abba. I never knew that. I Abba. thought it was Abba. No, it's Abba. I'm stupid. <laughs> um, when she heard Abba's album, she thought it sounded really theatrical, like they had already wrote a play. Yeah. And so that's why she wanted to use their music and everything. And um, so the three women in the movie, Donna and her two friends, mm-hmm. they are actually based off of uh, Judy Kramer and her two friends. Aww, and so it's that's pretty so cool. cute. Yeah. Um, well, and they were all like producers on the plays, I think. So, and then, um, okay. Yeah, I already said everybody sang their own songs and everything. And then they also shot in the world, or I'm sorry, Europe's largest set. So it oh, was wow. the 007 set. Oh. And, um, because, like, a lot of scenes you can tell are definitely recorded Pierce Brosnan probably got them a discount on that. Yeah, yeah. For sure. That's um, why he's in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they they shot a lot of the scenes in Greece, but because of, like, weather and just, like, right. normal stuff and tourists and all that, they actually built their own set. And so a lot of, like, Donna's, you know, whole um, B&B or whatever it's called. Yeah is, like, a complete set and everything. And it was really cool yeah. watching them make it. Like, I don't know how you make something look so old. No, yeah. But, like, so many things, like, set so authentic. Set design is wild. And, like, how long, like, that one room that Bill is in, like, with all, like, the fish stuff and everything, it's, like, just oh, that one room yeah. alone would have taken yep. weeks, probably. But um, I also thought it was really cute. So um, Meryl Streep first saw the Broadway play like years and years prior and she saw it with her children and so she wrote Mm -hmm. um, Judy and she said like hey like I am such a big fan of this play like you're great blah 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 and so then when Judy was approached to make it a movie or you know like help make it a movie and everything um, they wanted Meryl Streep to play Donna because she loved the play so much which I thought is adorable yeah she saw it in um, October 2001 um, and that's when she wrote to them, thanking them for bringing a little happiness back to New York City's people following the 9-11 terrorist attacks. Aww. I thought that was very yeah. sweet, too. And then Pierce Brosnan, the reason that he wanted to play Sam Carmichael is because his dad, his stepdad, uh, William Carmichael, actually passed away shortly before filming and everything. And Aww. so he thought it would be a nice ode to his dad. Oh, Pierce. Okay, I'll give you that one, Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, I, I love Pierce Brosnan as a I, human. I like, too. I don't know a ton about him, but I love him and his wife. Like, they've been together for so for long. For the longest time, I got him confused with Pierce Morgan, who is a very <laughs> different person. Also awful. Uh, well, Pierce and, Brosnan is a saint. Yes, and I also, I really want to rewatch. Um, oh my gosh, the uh, Mrs. Doubtfire Oh, I God, watched that so movie like eight it. times a year when I was younger, but I love him in that movie. It's so good. Um, those are pretty much my fun facts that I gathered. Um, my notes on like rewatching some clips from the movie is Donna seriously interrupting this wedding to say something that could have been brought up the entire week ahead of time or 10 minutes after the ceremony. Like you're going to interrupt the actual, which we already talked about like, for theater purposes and blah, blah, blah. Right. And also her daughter obviously did not want to get married. Like, she just wanted 
to have fun in life, I guess, and travel. That was the thing is, I don't think either of them, I don't think her or Sky wanted to get married. So I'm not sure why there was even a wedding in the first place. Yeah. And also, uh, because, yeah, because it's not like Donna was pressuring her. Right. Who, who. Yeah. And she even says, she says, Sky, you never wanted this when she tells them to postpone the wedding. And um, (laughs) I might. I might make people mad at this, but Sophie's veil is atrocious. Yeah, it's really bad. Her dress is amazing. Her dress is the, it's adorable. My favorite, yeah. But it the veil, there's like <laughs> wires sticking out of the top. Yeah. And like in the back it just goes above her head. And I'm like, What? I know. Who did that to you? <laughs> they never I, I do they say like, oh, this was Donna's No, they yeah. don't ever like talk about like the dress or anything it's just the scene of her getting ready yeah yeah i don't know um but i don't know if we want to get do you have any more fun facts i have other things about the cost i have a few um um colin firth once stated that if heaven exists when he arrives he wants to hear god say i personally thought you were very good in mama mia I love Colin I do too. Oh my gosh. Uh, Actually, um, you know what? Forget Dennis Quaid. Den- Colin Firth is our is our uh is our new is our daddy of the season. <laughs> Bill Daddy Anthony. of the season. <laughs> He's our zaddy of the season. Yeah, yep. Bill Anderson's boat flies the flag of Sweden, the native country of Abba, and Stellan's Stellan Skarsgard. Mm-hmm. Stellan Skarsgard, um, he is very talented. Mm-hmm. He's been in quite a few things. He's got a talented family too. It's his it's his sons. Was right? he in Pirates of the Caribbean? Why am I thinking he? I was? don't know. Look him up. He's oh, right yeah. there. Uh, his son was the clown in it. <laughs> Bill Skarsgård, great actor. Oh, he, he also has Will Hunting. He also has um, another son. What's his other son's name? Alec. Alex. He was in Chernobyl. That was interesting. Yeah. Wait, there is another Mamma Mia. Oh, yeah. wait, I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Do they get married in that one? I didn't see that one. Um, it's about oh, Avengers. That's what I'm thinking. He's in Avengers. Yes, he is in Avengers. He, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. He has a he has he a couple. He is in Pirate Pirates. He's Bootstrap Bill. <laughs> Bootstrap Bill Turner. <laughs> I love Bill Turner. <laughs> Oh my god, you're right, he is. Yes. But he was like a lot thinner or something. Or they made him look like all skin and bones in that movie. Wasn't he like... He's, he's Will Turner's father. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, yes, I do remember him. He's trapped in that Davy Jones. Yes. Okay. We've totally... <laughs> he was covered in... I love Pirates of <laughs> That's like a, I do a too. guilty pleasure. Uh, Felidia Lloyd. First of all, that is a cool name. Felidia. I thought it was Felida. It's, I think it's Felidia. Felida. I don't know. Either way, cool name. She also directed the original Broadway play. So she directed this Mm -hmm. and the, which hats hats off to her if you can direct both. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, in December 2008, it became the highest grossing movie of all time in the UK, um, smashing the previous record set by Titanic um, and my melon of ch- melon- melatonin of choice, Avatar. Melatonin of 
choice. That movie that's is kinda so big to to crush Titanic records. Like what? Yeah, that's since I never knew that about. Yeah. This movie. Also, the fact that Stellan Skarsgård also said in like the filmmaking thing, he was like, you know, Philida was so like, just. He said something like she was just so tough on set, yeah. but in such a good way, like not tough towards people, but like she could take so much stuff yeah. because it was such a big feat of yeah. organizing, choreographing, and making sure yeah. everybody was where they should be and everything. And um, he's like, I don't know if she goes home and cries all night, <laughs> but I wouldn't really blame her if she did. I'm like, oh, how cute. <laughs> um. Mandy Moore, Amanda Bynes, Rachel, Rachel McAdams, and Emmy Rossum were all considered for the part of Sophie Sheridan. Hmm. Um, Amanda Bynes, I'm, I'm glad she did not. Emmy Rossum is interesting. Yeah. Um, Olivia Newton-John and Michelle Pfeiffer were considered for the part of Donna Sheridan. Hmm. Um, Bill, Oh, Bill Nye, who played Davy Jones in oh, Pirates of the Caribbean okay. was considered for one of the father parts. Oh, that's I don't funny. know. N-I-G-H-Y. Anyway, yes. Davy Jones was considered for one of the father roles. Yeah. Uh, it set a new mark for the highest weekend premiere for a movie musical at, with 26, 27.6 million. The former record holder was... Do you want to guess? Mm, uh, no. Wait, movie what? musicals. What, what do you think held the former record? Before this, yeah. Oh gosh, uh, I know you've Greece? seen it. No, or Music Man, or Music Man. Bye Bye Birdie. <laughs> no. Uh, oh, Chicago. No. Oh, close. Mm, no, not really. Not not, not that close. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Anyways, uh, it was Hairspray. Hairspray was before this movie? Yeah, it was a year before. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The title font, this one made me laugh. The title font is the same one used by Nirvana on their album cover. I know. I kind of noticed that. I was like, why does that look familiar? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know. I thought that was really funny. There's just a, a baby missing. Yeah. It would be the same. <laughs> um, I think those are all of my... Oh, Rita Wilson has a cameo. Aww. She, um, all she's, she's an executive producer of this movie. Um, she dressed as a Greek, do- Greek goddess during the closing credit sequence. <laughs> wow. These fun facts are kind of like making me realize how small, like tight knit, like Hollywood is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Cause it's like, oh, then Davy jo- Jones was supposed to play. And it's like, wait, he was also in Paris Caribbean. Oh my right. gosh. They know each other. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this, it, um, it, Mamma Mia is based on a book that quickly became a stage musical almost immediately after the release of the book. Um, and the stage musical opened in London in April of 99 um, at the Prince Edward Theatre. Mm. Its North American debut was May 23rd of 2000 at Toronto's Royal Alexandria Theatre. Um, the Broadway opening, directed by Phil... How do you say it? I think it's Philida. Philida. Philida Lloyd was October 18th, 2001. So yeah, it was right after 9-11, um, at the Winter Garden Theater, the former home of Cats. <laughs> Great. The play has been nominated for five Tony Awards. Um, in January 2010, the play had exceeded 4,700 performances on Broadway and is the 10th longest-running Broadway show ever as of February 2013. Wow. Take that funny girl. <laughs> and Leah Michelle. Yeah. 
Um, anyways, <laughs> as of April 2007, Mamma Mia had open productions in New York City, London, Las Vegas, Madrid, Moscow, Stuttgart, whatever that is, Fukuoka, uh-huh. Gothenburg, and Essen. Don't know where that is. The U.S. and international touring companies have performed in cities all over the globe, including Melbourne, Australia. Wait, Melbourne is in Australia. Er, Melbourne, could... Australia. No, it it's says probably... Melbourne, comma, Australia, comma, oh. Utrecht, the Netherlands, and Copenhagen, and Denmark. Uh, I think Copenhagen is in Denmark. It too. says <laughs> Copenhagen... <laughs> Copenhagen and Denmark. God, all right, IMDb, I'm done with you. <laughs> um, so I kind of looked into the costs of everything too. Yeah, that's what you do. You run our numbers, baby. Yeah, I'm the numbers baby. You're the numbers <laughs> chick. Um, okay, so I looked up the. <clears throat> uh huh. Adjust yourself. This yes, is important. I looked up the cost of an average Greek wedding. And I don't know... Like if, a wedding in Greece? Well, yes, but I couldn't tell. I couldn't find anything that's like the cost of a destination wedding in Greece or if it's just like a cost of a, a yeah. wedding in Greece. Like, I right. don't know. But it said $19,000, which I guess it doesn't matter in this case because this wasn't technically... Like, Donna owns a place over there, so yeah. it's not a total destination wedding for them. Yeah. But um, according to Insider, the cost of Mamma Mia were estimated to be around six thousand three hundred and seventy eight dollars that's the 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 cost of the wedding if it if it was like a real wedding um not yeah. the cost it was you know that actually <laughs> for 2008 that kind of tracks i guess yeah and it said five thousand two hundred and thirty dollars was probably for the venue three hundred ninety six dollars for the dress and 158 dollars for the flowers uh i don't think 594 the for much. the wedding bands but i honestly i just then another website, brides.com, this is what I'm finding with all the costs of, like, weddings and stuff like that. There's yeah. literally, like, n- none of the numbers are even close to each other. It's like, yeah. where are these people getting the math? Um, but brides.com says the total is probably closer to $12,883, which could be more accurate if you think about the cost of lodging all of those guests, the food, yeah. and all of that yeah. stuff. It's like, and plane tickets, like, it could easily be $12,000. Easily, yeah. So, um, I... Also looked up, so I think for, like, because I want to tie this into Destination Weddings as a whole, but, like, we are not the pros on Destination Weddings, so I would (laughs) like to get an actual Destination Wedding planner or somebody who has done a Destination Wedding on the podcast to talk about that more thoroughly later, because there's a ton of celebrities that have done Destination Weddings. We can always tie it into somebody They all do, I feel like. Yeah, pretty much. Um, But I did want to just focus on, like, the cost for this one for some reason. I felt like it. Yeah. Um, so the knot surveyed about 15,000 couples in 2021, and they say that the average destination wedding costs $32,700, which I think like we all kind of assume like, oh, destination wedding, they're trying to save money. But it's like you, I, I mean, there's a yeah. lot that goes into it because more than likely you're going to have to get a wedding planner because you're either a not going to speak the language over there mm-hmm. or even if it's in the u.s you're not going to know it, the area well you're enough not going to know yeah like it's just going to be more right. stressful and so that's why like you know things like the wedding planner um the costs of the 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 guests like exponentially increase per person if you do mm-hmm. invite anybody mm-hmm. even though there's probably less amount of people going it's probably you know going to even out to be the same 
Um, and then you also like probably are planning multiple activities like right you know a welcome party or a rehearsal mm-hmm. or other you know types of events on the island or at the location um and then also people will choose like an all-inclusive venue more more than likely yeah. which will be more expensive because you are probably staying there the whole week versus like just one day at a reception right area. yeah exactly um but yeah so let's see here um, I looked up the most, the five most expensive locations to hold a destination wedding in, um, Ooh. the Hamptons. Oh wait, I guess, do you want to guess the first? No, I'm just kidding. The so the Hamptons, Hamptons is number one, which okay. is, this is all internationally and domestically. So out of everything in the whole world, the Hamptons is number one, which is like, wow. what? Do you want to guess how much it is on average? If it's the most expensive, like, I don't even know, like. It's lower than I thought, which is insane. Um, 75,000? No, 45,000. Oh. Yeah. Man, my brain was going to all sorts of numbers. <laughs> I know. Um, but yeah, 45,900. This is the average. So okay. it's not like, I'm sure there is somebody that spent $75,000 easy in the Hamptons. Definitely. But the average. Um, and then the second one, do you want to guess the country? Dubai. No, that's a good guess. Thank you. Um, no. Positano, Italy. Oh, yeah. Uh, 43,000. It's gorgeous 000. there, actually. Yeah. The third is surprising also. Fago Town, Canada. <laughs> um, 39,000. Seville, Spain, 36,000. Florence, Italy, 33,000. And then the rest on the list were like Paris, Venice, mm-hmm. New York, Portugal, like those kind of That's things. an interesting list. I know. Canada is <laughs> number three. I wonder if that area of Canada is where like Niagara Falls maybe is. Yeah. Um, okay. Way wrong, so but... I couldn't find the least expensive countries because when I looked up like least expensive countries for a destination wedding, it was all like ad stuff. Like yeah. here's how you can have an, an expensive wedding. So the five least expensive states to have a destination wedding in. Do you want to guess number one? Ohio. <laughs> no, I couldn't find Ohio anywhere on any list. That's rude. Uh, Probably doesn't Florida? exist for destination wedding. Um, Utah. And then Wyoming and Montana tied for second. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, at 15,000. Okay. Idaho was 16,000. Oklahoma, 16,000. Idaho? <laughs> yeah. And then Arkansas was the last one. It's like, well, yeah, nobody wants to, like, if, if you're going to spend money I... on a destination wedding, may as well go to somewhere else other than those states. <laughs> I would absolutely never. Like, no offense to our Arkansanians. <laughs> Um, I always forget it's a state. It's like, it, it's Arkansas. Can you imagine, like, where, where are you going on your hunt? Like, where, where, do you do Arkansas? Our, like, honeymoon, wedding? Oh, we're going to do it all in one. We're going to do a destination wedding. Oh, where? Oklahoma. <laughs> like, and then hey. no follow-up questions. <laughs> Oklahoma's probably cool. All right. Can't say the same um, about Arkansas. Okay, so a really cool thing that's really cool. My friend, one of my best friends growing up, um, her name is Megan. She actually just had a destination wedding in Greece. So she is Sophie. Okay. 
I was like, Sophie Schroeder. <laughs> no, she's. I forgot. Sophie Sheridan. Sophie. Yes. Yes. Um, and. But she knows who her dad is, I'm guessing. Maybe I assume. Wow. Big, big what, leap there. What? <laughs> I'm going to make you think she doesn't. No, I'm just kidding. She does. He's okay. great. Okay, great. <laughs> um, so, Tracy, we love you. Come on the show. Tracy. Um, <laughs> So Megan, um, it was a couple months ago, or no, it was like a month ago, she got, she eloped to Greece. So it wasn't technically mm. a destination, like wedding and reception. Yeah. It was just her and her fiance, now husband, Brennan. Um, Brendan, jeez. Who's Brennan? <laughs> it's been a long time since I saw him. But um, they're they're both great. And so her photos absolutely look like they're from a magazine. Yeah. They could be published in Vogue. Um, but I texted her and I was like, can you kind of like run through, you know, just certain details that you want me to be able to talk about? Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to divulge too much, but she did kind of give some insights. Um, so she sent you a lot. She sent me a lot. I'm not going to run. <laughs> We're not divulging too much. She sent you a lot. I'm not going to run through everything. Um, but she said the decision to elope was not about anybody else except for ourselves. Um, and we really stuck to our guns because I had asked her, like, did anybody get kind of hurt when they weren't was invited? There or, like, was there yeah. And she said, yeah, there was definitely some sad parents and family members, but everyone kind of understood. Plus, her and Brennan have been together for a long time, and they have a house together. So I think mm. it is a little bit different because, like, yeah. it makes more sense to have a way more intimate right. wedding. But Are they planning any sort of, like, I don't think so. Reception not, here? Not, I could see yeah. her doing, like... Um, a five-year party or yeah. something, you yeah. know, but right. yeah. Um, so they went to Santorini, Greece. Uh, she said that they chose it for all the romantic places and the yeah. perfect weather, sea, cliffs, volcanoes, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> um, she actually got all of her vendors, um, like, in Greece. Like, yeah. she found them all through Greece, which wow. what I was reading is actually smart to do. Obviously, like, if you can afford to have a, a photographer, like, be paid to yeah. go over there, yeah. like, great, because they speak your own language mm -hmm. and all that. But um, the wedding planning service that she used, she said that they were, like, amazing and that they took care of everything for her. Um, so I can... I don't know. I guess that there's no use of talking about who her vendors were. If somebody wants to know, just message me. But, um, yeah. <laughs> um, so she said planning was fairly simple because they would just give her options. Like, do you like this, this, or this? And she could say none, and they would give her new options. Yeah. But most of the time, she just picked one, and then they kind of gave her an all-inclusive cost and yeah. stuff. Um, so she said overall, the cost for everything finished around 33 thousand which okay. is very similar to what very. we're kind of reading where very. destination weddings cost an average of thirty two thousand or whatever i said yeah um but she said with flights accommodations transportation on the island food venue planners photography videography mm -hmm. dress makeup accessories hair makeup like that's a lot of yeah. stuff that you have to pay for even if it's just two of you um so anyways uh she said uh the downsides if if you need any because i was yeah. like Oh no, we're making destination weddings sound too good. And um, she said, Well, here are the cons. Flights were long and travel took two days off of our trip. Yeah. Three airports yeah. each way. Oh, Three airports. Um, and then the US currency to the Euro uh, conversion, you lose money and they have a 24% VAT tax on all services, which was big uh, purchase 
which on big purchases is thousands of dollars more when planning. It's like, holy crap, oh I didn't gosh. even think of that. Yeah. Um, and then transportation costs are very high once on the island. And then I had asked about, like, documentation because what I was reading was that, like, Greece is very strict on, um, like, different documents. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. if you want to have – now, if you want to do a symbolic ceremony – whatever yeah you know like it's not real <laughs> like right and so they're pretty like lax on that but if you want an actual like you want on your marriage certificate to get married in greece then um you have to like bring your birth certificate you have to bring um if you want in a church you have to bring pr- proof of baptism and like i don't even remember there was oh so God. much that was there proof was a whole... of baptism i'll yes. show you the po- the photo <laughs> I'll show you my baby photo. They want, they it's just a picture of me out. and the priest. <laughs> the priest dunking uh, my head. Um, so they, yeah, I I would look it up if, if you're interested in a destination wedding. There's a whole list of stuff that you have to bring, even if you are not getting married in a church. Um, I asked Megan about that, and oh she said God. that the planners actually did most of that for her. That's so great. that was really nice. Um, but there were a lot of things that she had to provide as well. Ugh, yeah. um, oh, wait. I have the list right here. She has the list right here. Uh, you heard it here first, folks. Yeah, this is kind of my last spiel. Um, tips for planning a destination wedding in Greece. Opt for summer. Uh, yeah. Use a local wedding planner. Create a wedding website. Okay. And then be prepared for legal fees and lots of documents. So the process for obtaining a legal marriage certificate in Greece involves procurement of several documents including passports of both parties birth certificates of both parties an affidavit of marriage and death or divorce certificates proving the dissolution of any previous marriages if one person in the couple has a greek citizenship additional documentation is required in the form of wedding announcement published in a local newspaper at least eight days before applying for the license there's like a whole timeline of which we kind of have to over here where like you can't get married within X amount of yeah. days. I feel like the published in the local newspaper mm-hmm. thing is very old school. Like oh, yeah. My parents I love that, still though. have their wedding announcement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then couples looking to marry in a religious ceremony, including Orthodox, Christian, Catholic, Protestant, and Jewish cer- ceremonies, will need additional documentation, such as baptism certificates. The U.S. Embassy in Greece lists contact information of institutions those documents need to be sent to. All these docs- documents must be translated into Greek in order to submit the marriage oh, license God. application. So be aware of that. Like that, your birth certificate. Like oh. you need to. Like whoa. But oh my God. I thought that was interesting. And you're literally selling your soul to Santorini. Yeah. For a. a some white buildings and a beach. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. There's some blue on those buildings, and it's very pretty. Yeah. Yeah, no, I kind of feel like we should post some of Megan's photos with this episode because they're literally jaw-dropping. Like, first of all, she's a model. Not really, but she could be. And, like, they're just amazing. Um, but I do, like, I I don't think destination weddings are for everybody. Like, I think they're right. great options. And you can still do, like, a one-year reception or, you know, if you want to do an engagement party so that everybody's yeah. part of something and then do something exactly. on your own. Like, that's always a good uh, compromise. Yeah. But I, I thought for a long time I would want to elope. Like, mm-hmm. I was dead set, like, nope, I'm going on a destination wedding. Like, yeah. I don't want to deal with any of that. I want to just have an amazing vacation right. and, like, really cherish the meaning of this marriage. But now it's like, <laughs> I think I would regret it so bad. 
like I know, not... yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think so too. Yeah. I think I would just wish my family and friends were there the whole time. Yeah. And I didn't want I, you know, I would never want to feel like that, so. Yeah. It yeah, it I feel like because I'm way too much of a people pleaser, I would just feel like I was doing something wrong yeah. the whole time. I'm also the only daughter in my family, uh-huh. so yeah. I wanted, you know, I wanted my parents to have that experience too cuz I don't think my brothers are ever going to get married. <laughs> but I saw them on the dating apps. <laughs> you saw them on Tinder, yeah. Great. No, I did not. Have it was Tinder. it was Bumble. Yeah, Bumble. You saw them both on Bumble, didn't you? I can't tell they're twins. They look nothing alike. <laughs> they're identical. They <laughs> both look like me, but they don't look like each other. They're they're not identical they're at you all. You with no hair, and then like twice the size. Yeah. Vertically. Yes. 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 That was them. Yeah. Hello, Will and Ben. God knows they don't listen to this. <laughs> they are, they have way better things to do than worry about my podcast. <laughs> well, that's all for me. <sighs> that's all for me too, folks. Well, Anything else you want to talk about? I dropped my toilet. Or- <laughs> You did drop your phone in the toilet today. I dropped today. my phone in the toilet. Yeah. We got a lovely visit from Diana and Claire from Swatch Studios oh, yeah. this morning. Oh, and baby Augie was there, too. Yeah, little, little baby Swatch. Yeah. He wore the onesies we got him that said, um, this baby loves Nazra Fall. He was so cute. Yeah. He has such a big head. He was sleeping most of the time, which I appreciated. Yes. Yes. <laughs> got a little whiny, but I think that's just because he wanted to get down and explore but you never know what's on Can the carpet. Fall? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't ask. <laughs> but then he fell asleep, and he was so cute. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, Abby went to great lengths to make a whole pot of coffee this morning for our visitors. Um, if you ever visit Nazareth Hall, and she busted out the stir I, sticks. <laughs> I Those were already in there. <laughs> But if I offer you water or coffee, I truly want you to accept my water or coffee. She was in and out of the office like four times trying to get the coffee maker to start. Um, I don't know why anybody cares about this. It was, yeah, well, I dropped my phone in the toilet. Great. Okay. Wash that off. Disinfect. Okay. And then coffee time. Oh, I'll make coffee for our guests. Nope. Wasn't, wasn't too easy, but yeah, I feel um, like something else happened too, but I don't remember. All right. Um, well, Abby does that. Thank you guys for listening to We Talk Weddings. You can follow us on Instagram at Nazareth Hall and at Naz Hall Couples. Nazareth Hall Couples? Naz Hall Couples. Naz Hall Couples. Um, Abby is Abby K. Rowe. Yep. At, on Instagram. She's at Way Too Shabby on TikTok. <laughs> My two videos on Hey, that. it's okay. Um, at Katie Oakum 22 on Instagram, at Katie Oakum 22 on TikTok. Um, what else? I think that's it. Yeah. All right. Bye, Bye friends. Bye.